Do you have a bully inside your head telling you that you're not good enough? Do you lean towards self-defeat? Do you have trouble believing in yourself? And are you dying to learn how to become the perfect version of you? A you that you dream about? If you answered yes, then you're like me, and this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Journey to Worthy podcast. This is a podcast for people who want to feel strong, to help awaken the force within you, to learn tools and tips for living an extraordinary life, because everyone deserves to feel powerful, to create a life that they love. I'm your host, Jeremy Long, and I want to share my journey with you. Welcome to the Journey to Worthy. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Journey to Worthy podcast. So today I want to talk about how to deal with those negative voices in your head, how to change your mindset when things are tough, because in previous episodes, we have talked lots about all of the inner critic voices, the enemy within, the saboteurs, whatever you call them, those gremlins that creep around. That's a huge part of what I've been dealing with in my life. And part of being a coach, a life coach, is that we really teach clients to overcome them and to learn how to self-coach themselves out of these moments of uh, trouble. And so that's what I want to talk about today. Today is all about meeting that inner power within, to awaken that force within you, to help you get out of trouble when you're in it, when you're stuck in the depths of the darkness of your brain, uh, when your brain is against you. I'm going to offer you two ways to battle it. One is to create your inner leader, to meet a part of yourself that has already been there that you can call on when you need it. And the second is going to be an additional tool that you can use where you can create an alter ego for yourself to try on some new characteristics, to expand yourself, to stretch yourself, to grow your potential by basically being mindful in creating an alter ego that you can wear when you need it to show up as the best version of yourself. So I know you're going to get a lot of value out of this episode and we're going to dive right into it starting now. It's, it's kind of two parts, you know, it's one of awareness. It's looking into that dark part of yourself, how to stop listening to those saboteurs, that's negative self-talk, but then the power in channeling a new part of yourself growing parts that need to grow, expanding your beliefs in yourself, meeting a new part of you that has been dormant, which needs to be grown. And this is all about using the power of mindset. It's unlocking your potential, meeting your inner leader. And this is the power that all life coaches and executive coaches teach their clients to help grow this person, to show a bigger, stronger, more confident and courageous, to take more risks, to do something new and out of your comfort zone, to be willing to fail for the sake of potential and opportunity, and how to recover quickly when things don't go well. Also, how to create new skills and characteristics in your personality to stretch who you are into who you want to become, to become your own superhero. And that's what today is all about. And yes, it may help to have a coach to do this with you, but to grow this new side of you you, you can work on it on your own. There's a lot of benefits from this and there's so many resources out there that all lead to this. It's facing the, the enemy within and channeling another power. And it takes practice, but it is possible. 
So again, it may be easier to do with someone to help you keep focused, to help you be accountable, also to grow the characters, these personas, these alter egos, so that you can really expand on them and, and see their true potential. But this episode is just a little starter. This is a little intro to Superpowers 101. So if we know you have a, a saboteur, an inner critic, this gremlin, uh, this committee of assholes in your mind that's dragging you down. I hope you know when it's around because that is another step. So again, check out the episode on how to stop being an ass to yourself. Learn who your saboteur is. Learn what it says, what the beliefs are that comes up. Uh, more to learn about that in the episode on core beliefs. But now that you know what it's saying, we know that we have to battle it with something. Because if we keep things the way they are, um, your saboteur just wants to hold you back to protect you but in a negative way to hold you down. So if you're listening to this, you're probably hoping for a way to stop it. And so to battle this, we need something bigger, something more powerful to grow within ourselves. And there's two ways to do this. So first is again, to meet your inner leader, the hero within you to help you on your journey. And some call this the sage, or in again, my co-active training, they call this the captain or your inner leader, the parts of you you wish to grow that's already in there that knows all about you, knows what's good for you, knows all about your inner authority and, and how to get to the next step of your life, to awaken that force within you. And so this, again, it can be this inner knowing, a part of you that knows courage and confidence, a part of you that knows what's good for you, but you question why it disappears when you need it. And you've experienced it, but you want to learn how to channel it more, to have access to that force within to feel strong. And so that is the first way that you can deal with this saboteur. So in our Coactive Training Institute uh, module, we learn how to meet our inner captain or our inner leader, which is a part of us that's always been there that basically knows what's best for us and knows how to navigate negative situations. So how to meet your inner leader or your captain. So it's, it's wonderful to basically take a look within. And what I'd like to do is if you have a minute to find yourself a quiet spot to sit and just close your eyes. And I want to take you on a journey. Now, I want to tell you about your captain, your leader, basically your inner knowing, your authority in your life. So this part of you has always been there and always known what's best for you, has your best interests at heart, has always watched out for you, and knows what's good for you. And I want you to... Imagine yourself walking through a forest, walking down a beautiful dirt path, feeling a breeze in the air, and walking down to a beautiful lake between the trees. And you hear a small wave as the wind is blowing on the lake. And you feel there's a presence about. You know that there's a part of you 
that wants to show itself. And it's a voice that's calling you, calling you to walk around the edge of the lake. And you can see a light on the other side of the lake and you start walking towards it. You sense this knowingness about yourself that you want to explore. And you walk around the lake and you get to an opening and you see this light coming down from the sky and something is, it's glowing and it's approaching you. It's, it's slowly floating down to the ground in front of you. And you sense that this light, this existence floating down to you, this is your inner leader. And it's too bright to make out what it is until it lands in front of you on the ground. And now it's actually within reach and the light, it comes down so you can see beyond the light what this is, this inner leader of yours. And whatever this object or person is, it knows you, it sees you, it's showing you who you are. And you feel a sense of relief because this, your leader in front of you has been taking care of you your whole life and knows what's good for you. And it's time to look at your inner leader to find out what's next. What's the next action? What does your inner leader know that you're capable of? What do you want to know from your inner leader about the next step in your journey? And perhaps you reach out and touch your inner leader. And when you do, you put your hand on, on its shoulder and some kind of image appears in your mind, like a telepathic message from your inner leader telling you, showing you what's next. And you see a part of you that you have been afraid to trust and honor because the doubt sometimes holds you back. What's the image? What does your inner leader know that you want to do, that you're supposed to do, that you are called to do in your life? Your inner leader knows that you can do this, knows that you can move forward with confidence and courage, connected to what's important to you. What is it? Your inner leader knows how to be there for you and has a tool for you. Your inner leader provides you with some power. Its hand lights up and placed on your chest. Your inner leader pushes this energy into you. 
and with it you feel filled with a light, a light of confidence and a new superpower. What, what color is it? What does it feel like? What do you know about yourself now? Your inner leader looks at you and smiles and knows that you can channel this power whenever you need it. Your inner leader is always there providing you that strength to get through, to do the things you want. And as your inner leader takes its hand off of you, it looks at you and knows that you are ready. You're ready to take the next step in your leadership journey. And it takes a step back and you notice it starts to glow again and starts to float up away from you. And you look up at your inner leader as it floats away, thinking how lucky I am to have this support and this power within me that I can channel whenever I need it. And as it floats away and starts to glow so bright you can't look at it, you are ready. You sense the next step of your journey, your adventure, and you want it. You are ready to move forward with confidence and courage, connected to what's important to you. And you turn around and you see the next step of your adventure. It's time. It's time to go get what you want out of life. And before you leave this magical space, look back at that glowing light in the sky. What do you call your inner leader? And when you're ready, come back to the space, open your eyes. And you might want to jot down a few of the things that you've learned from this meditation with your inner leader. Now that meditation was literally just one that I came up with this morning and I hope that you met something, some inner power within. And for some people, this kind of visualization really gives them a gift, an inner knowing, some kind of understanding about themselves because we all have parts of ourselves that we know are there and we want to grow. We want to channel to grow bigger. So if that was useful for you and you got something out of it, that's great. Go with it and run with it and add to it. Add details about what that inner knowing, that inner power is. And if that didn't work, that's okay too. And I've used many different types of visualizations to help get people to a place of finding that inner power. Sometimes we don't always see something within us because we have a lot of self-doubt and I've been there too. And what I love about the second part of this podcast today is again, Todd Herman wrote the book, The Alter Ego Effect, which I've just finished working through. And it's wonderful because you get to choose the things you need and add them to a persona and put it on. Now, I know that might sound a little insane, but this is really research-proven techniques on how to grow your confidence. Actors and famous artists and 
uh, athletes use this all the time. And so a perfect example is uh, a girl that used to be singing in her church and wanted to make something big of herself. And she created this alter ego in order to basically be a lot more fierce and exciting on the dance floor, on the stage, on in front of people to be bigger and more confident, courageous performer. And she created the name for this character. And this character ended up becoming part of her. And if you haven't already guessed, I'm talking about Beyonce and her alter ego, which is called Sasha Fierce. So what's amazing about this is that she always says that I'm not like my alter ego. My alter ego is a bigger, badder, sexier version of myself. That's what she says. And it allows her to be that big, you know, badass performer. So Todd Herman talks about how I love that he weaves in the hero's journey into creating your alter ego. And so he talks about this ordinary world that we live in and some of the fears that we have, how we show up naturally, and you know all of the negative self-talk that shows up in our lives. And you get a clear view. He starts with walking you through getting a clear view of what your life is like, you know, and, and what areas, he calls it areas of play. If this is work, is this your home life? Is this some kind of performance? And you look at where you need to grow. And I know for me, uh, being a new coach, marketing myself in the last year has been all about networking and showing up and also, you know, providing workshops and um, being on stage and talking. So this takes a certain level of confidence and it's challenging sometimes because I have these voices that, you know, the enemy within that tells me that I'm not, I don't know what I'm doing or that I'm going to screw it up. And you notice what happens in your body in those moments. Like my heart starts to race. I can't think clearly. I've got heavy, hot eyelids. That's something that happens for me. Some people feel physically heavy. And so you notice what's going on for you. What are the voices you address that saboteur? But now we need something else. What do we need to, to make it through these moments? And so this is when you look at where you need this where you need an alter ego, what are some opportunities or situations where you have this resistance and this vulnerability, where right before a presentation, you might start you know, talking in a, a circle of doubt and fear and judgment of yourself. So this is a moment of possibility where you could really use that help of an alter ego. And he really talks about getting clear on those saboteurs and those you know, that enemy mind and, and what does it sing to you? Um, how do you feel when it shows up? And the first part of that is again, calling it out, which we've talked about before, calling it out, you know, telling it that what it's saying is not true, giving it a name so that you can try to squash it. When you remove yourself, when you become the observer in your own thought process, you can call out that negative self-talk and then it becomes less of part of your identity because you're talking to it like it's a separate part of you and then the next part is really just about accepting it okay it's part of me it's part of my mind and it's you know it's just there it's just self-doubt and it's no big deal it doesn't have to dictate who i am but 
moving into what I want out of my life, what are the things, what are the characteristics that I need in this situation now? What do I need more of? And he talks about the five bridges to progress. And this is such a cool thing because we, it's so simple. We look at what do we need less of? What do we need to stop doing? So this might look of, look like less of um, so the self-doubt, less negative self-talk. What do I need to stop doing? I just need to stop believing the thoughts in my mind. I need to stop um, not taking opportunities. I need to stop avoiding presenting. I need to stop avoiding being on stage. And then he talks about what do you need more of? What do you need more of? I need more confidence. I need more courage. What else do you need more of? I need more chances to prove that I can do this. And what do you need to start doing? I need to start taking more risks. I need to start taking more chances. I need to start putting myself out there more so I can get comfortable doing these things, putting myself in, out of my comfort zone. And then the last part is what do you want to continue doing? What's already working that you are doing that you can continue doing? And this really helps you reinforce that you actually are capable of some of these things. So again, whether your area where you need that alter ego is in your job, in the boardroom, you know, with your family, with your friends, whether it's trying to go meet new people for dating, you can create an alter ego for any of this. You just need to look at what you need more of and what you need to start doing. And then you choose an alter ego that helps you fit these superpowers that you need to start channeling or characteristics. And you can create your alter ego yourself or you can choose someone that already exists. And again, it's not trying to change who you are, but when you put on your alter ego, you can actually channel characteristics of them. And by doing that, you end up showing up more, more confident, more courageous, but it seems to others that you're showing up as yourself. It's funny because Todd Herman talks about how when we are just showing up as ourselves, sometimes that negative self-talk will slow us down and we'll show up looking nervous and we might fumble. And from the outside, people will see us and think, oh, he's not showing up as his best self right now. You know, he's letting his, his uh, criticism and his mind get the best of him. But when we put on this persona, this alter ego, and people see us really shine and show up, they notice that we're actually showing up as the best version of ourselves. So isn't that funny? I thought that was so interesting. When we put on an alter ego and show up as really confident, we're seen by others as showing up as the best version of ourselves. So it basically allows us to channel more characteristics within us and grow us and stretch our possibility, our potential even further. So I had a recent example of this and I went to a business networking event where we had to do a pitch on, you know, what we do as a business in the beginning of the meeting. And it was a new room of people and I still get nervous doing this. Um, you know, it's still part of me to self doubt. And you notice in those moments when you're about to perform when you're about to say something to someone or present yourself, you might notice that there's, you know, this story that starts circling around your mind, like, I don't know what I'm doing. And, you know, that person's not going to listen to me or that person's not going to be attracted to me or whatever it is, all this negative self crap. And guess what? That story doesn't have to be true. It's time to live a new story. 
And the first step is deciding, but then you get to use your imagination in creating this alter ego. So now that we have an idea of some of the characteristics that we need for our alter ego, um, just start thinking about when you might be able to use this. And it's really those times when you can talk yourself out of succeeding. So for example, when you perhaps you need to go and do a presentation and you need to be on stage. If you are imagining as you walk up on stage that it's not going to go well and you create this story right before it happens where you are going to say the wrong thing or you allow your anxiety to control you, you know, these are the moments when you start to use your imagination for the wrong thing. This is what's crazy about our brains is it's like we can have so much power of potential and creation in our imagination, but we use it for negative. And I'll give you an example of this from when I was training to ride a motorcycle. So this is what they talked about. They, they said that you need to focus on just what's in front of you, looking ahead even of where you're going to be going. And it's such a great metaphor for coaching because the instructor, his name was Matt, and he said, if you look down, you'll go down. So basically, you make it happen. You're using your imagination. If you look down, imagine falling down, you will fall down. But if you are looking ahead on you know, where you're going, you will be able to you know, launch yourself forward. So this is such a great analogy for looking at how we are performing. So if we start imagining all the things that could go wrong, we're basically using that law of attraction to manifest them into happening. So if we have, you know, the end game in mind, if we think about where we are going, this goals, you know, this is all about what coaching is about, looking into the future, where we're headed, just looking just a little further ahead from where we are now into where we want to be, and then look at what that new reality looks like, and we get clear on it. It gets a little easier to focus on what we want by doing that. And that's where the alter ego really comes in handy. Because if we are looking at where we can use this alter ego, you know, if we start imagining what can be the outcome that we do desire, and especially using our alter ego to get there, then we're creating this positive future for ourselves. Okay, so this is all well and good, but how do you use it? How do you create it? A lot of what Todd Herman talks about is where does your, you know, your motivation come from as this alter ego, even for yourself. So you have to find an alter ego that has a similar motivator that you do. And he talks about this coming from four different places. So one is from trauma. Something bad has happened, therefore you want to move forward. And that's sort of what a lot of mine was, is coming from a place of, uh, poverty and wanting to rise up. So the next is from destiny. You feel like this thing that you're wanting to do, this is your calling and you want to choose to embrace that. Uh, the third is altruism. So wanting to provide, you know, support for a cause or for people that you know that you can support. And the last one is self-expression. So this can just be like you want to rise up. You want to see what you're capable of. You want to really challenge yourself to be, you know, to really fulfill and expand your potential. So choosing how 
you feel motivated and finding your alter ego that maybe shares some of that motivation or represents that motivation for you. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about the alter ego that I'm creating for myself. And it's kind of a hybrid of two celebrities. And one of them <clears throat> is, of course, someone famous, powerful, and um, a strong strong fighter and advocate for people and that's oprah so oprah is persistent she's ambitious and she remains true to her values and i share some of her motivating factors because she you know she was really resilient she came from a poverty uh, stricken family as well she's all about you know supporting people that have been through what she's been through she wanted to talk about women's issues in her earliest years on her show and now it's become even more. Now she's, you know, creating um, a platform to provide resources for people to learn about themselves. I love that in her show, Oprah talks about deep, deep stuff. And I love that. And she's not afraid to ask the, you know, deep, personal, uncomfortable, bold questions that get people to a place of realness and authenticity. And that's what I want to do as a coach. I want to be the coach that I'm willing to get fired to make sure that you are seeing what's holding you back. So that's when I can channel that Oprah uh, alter ego, but it's two-sided. So the other side of my alter ego needs to feel comfortable on stage and needs to be entertaining sometimes and theatrical and so the other side of my persona that I'm creating is J-Lo. And this sort of came up because I was watching the Super Bowl halftime show recently where her and Shakira did the most amazing number. And I was so impressed. And I remembered looking up to J-Lo when I was a kid. And what I love about this is my initials, Jeremy Long, are also like Jennifer Lopez's J-Lo. So this is like a nickname that a couple of my friends have called me. But now I'm actually going to use this to channel uh, a little bit more of my alter ego. And so they kind of go together. And I think I'm calling them J-Flow because when I have a little bit of that J-Lo energy of confidence and entrepreneurialism, as well as Oprah's depth and boldness, I get to a place of being in flow. I get to a place of you know, feeling like I can handle anything. And then I can just keep going and not worry about what other people think of me, which is what both of them strongly do. So that is what I'm doing. And that's the character that I have going for me right now. So what's, what's a character that you could use that has some tools? And it might come from looking at the tools that you need, the characteristics that you need, and then finding someone that matches those. Or looking at where you'll be using this this new alter ego and what kind of person is already out there that is excelling in this realm. And maybe if you're, I don't know, if you're a coach, you might be looking at successful coaches. Maybe it's Tony Robbins. Or maybe if you're in a certain industry and you look up to someone, it could be someone you know. It could be someone that you look up to, respect. It could be someone in your past. It can be anyone, which is what's so creative and wonderful about creating an alter ego. And I really do encourage you to look into this and see how it might impact you. And you can ask some questions of your alter ego once you get a, uh, an idea of who it is 
to really understand who they are and what you can what you can do with it. And so you might ask, like, what are the beliefs that your alter ego holds? And how would your alter ego hold themselves? So how can you hold yourself even physically? You might want to choose, you know, five to 10 traits about what they have and then choose how you can act them out. Like if you're putting on the rock, what are five of his traits? One of them may be um, outgoing. And how can you act outgoing? How can you, when you're wearing the alter ego of the rock, act outgoing? So there's this essence of going deeper and understanding how you can do it. And the thing is, at first, you just need to write it down. You just need to get creative on how you could do this. And then later on, he talks about these exercises that you can do on how to embody this. And sometimes it's not as easy as it might sound to just, I'm just going to be confident. I'm just going to be bold. What you might want to do is put on the alter ego and then go out for a walk or have a conversation with a friend or go and have a coffee as your alter ego and see what happens. And the thing is, if you really spend some time on this and take it seriously, because it sounds a little woohoo, but it actually is really useful once you sit down and imagine, if I try to show up with a little bit more boldness and courage and confidence and persistence and assertiveness and decisiveness and resilience like JLo and Oprah, I'm going to show up as the best version of myself. And that's what I want. I want this to come to reality. And so choose something or someone that you resonate with, that maybe you share some of their story. And then you have to find a way to activate it. And so we talk about this in coaching as well. And we offer our clients to create something that they can either wear or carry with them as an artifact. So it's something that you can use to activate your, in my case, I usually call it the inner leader. But in this case, he talks about the alter ego. So some way that you can activate this energy for yourself. And he talks openly about how his alter ego wears glasses. He doesn't actually need glasses, but when he's wearing his glasses, he is in his alter ego. This is just some of what Todd Herman talks about. This is some of what I provide to my clients. This is something that I am working on, that I've continually been working on and expanding and growing my alter ego. Up until now, I've been using my captain, which I learned about in my coaching program. And I have learned so much from channeling my captain and and stepping forward and using it as a way to battle some of those you know, those demons, the enemy inside, those negative self-talk. So I hope that you are willing to look at this, to consider trying creating an alter ego because it's proven that it actually works. It allows people to step up their potential, to step up their progress, their performance. And this is something that famous artists and people all over the world are using. And it's proven executives, CEOs use this to feel strong and confident and to move forward. And it, it allows you to spotlight some of your underdeveloped qualities that are in you already. So I hope that you are willing to explore it a little bit. Now, Todd Herman goes a lot more in detail in his book, which I definitely highly suggest you read, which is The Alter Ego Effect. 
There's so many tips and tools on how to grow your alter ego and how to use it, when to use it, how to channel it, how to activate it, and also when you're in trouble, what you can do to bring it back to life because sometimes we are gonna fall out of that. So I would definitely check out the alter ego effect so I hope that you got something out of today's episode. Again, I've uh, given you a couple options on how you can battle that negative self-talk with a new power, to channel a new power, to awaken a force within you. And it comes about in two ways that we've talked about today. One is finding your own inner leader. And again, I hope you took something from the meditation that I took you through, that mindfulness exercise, or... You can choose something that's out there already in the world, excelling and succeeding, and choose it to use it as your alter ego. And then spend some time on figuring out how you can do that, what it might look like. So I hope that you had uh, some insight in today's episode. If you do want to reach out to me, if you want some support in meeting your inner leader or creating your alter ego, please reach out to me on Instagram at journeysjeremy or uh, check out the website journeytoworthy.com. That's journey number two worthy.com. Please leave a rating and review on iTunes and we'll see you next week.